Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special episode tonight. This is Arrow Short Film Special. This is an episode where J-Mac and I have reviewed a few short films that have been kindly sent to us at the fine folks from Arrow and Fetch Media. I would like to thank Genevieve, Tom and Josh for always hooking us up with these really talented people. Um, so it's definitely very much appreciated. And you guys get to enjoy these very amazing film recommendations. Coming up on the show, we have the film Smile, which, by the way, is not Smile that, <laughs> that everybody thinks it is. It's, the, it's a short film, Smile. And it, J-Mac. <laughs> uh, as, as Kevin, thank you, for, thank you for having me on. Uh, <laughs> I'm just sitting here like this. Usual, uh, man, usual. Yep. Uh, something inside me tells me that Smile, I think, might have been a short film before it was a feature as well, like the, the, the horror film that came out last year. Something the, the year inside before. me. You mean something. IMDb? IMDb's no inside you. I is my shop, yeah. You're lying. Um, You're lying. Um, I, I might be wrong though. Something's telling me it might be, but I could be hundred percent wrong. But it's not based on. Oh. It's not that. It's not based on that. It's a, It's its own entity, if you pardon the pun. Um, <laughs> great, great wee, great wee short horror film. Um, yeah. What I love about short horror is it really doesn't take. Obviously, it doesn't take a lot of time. You you get no. you get sucked in. <laughs> you get sucked in, and then you've got. This film in six minutes puts you through all the emotions you would normally experience in an hour and a half. It's yes. really, really well done. This was uh, directed by Susanna Farugia. No, it wasn't. That was the. <laughs> that was it. Oh, <laughs> no, this was Joanna Sanis. <laughs> yeah, this was yeah. Joanna Sanis. Do you yeah. want to do, do that again? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just leaving it in. Here. Yeah, why would why would I ever like just edit myself to make myself look great? No, no. We have two incredible guests with us tonight. One is Susanna Perugia, which she created a film called Itch, and the other is Joanna Sanis. Now, we didn't know what to expect. Obviously, this episode is a as a pre-record, so we're not live. So everybody that's messaging in the comments, apologies. We can see it. We'll be there. Just we're not here. Um, we did not know what to expect, and both of them are absolutely crazy cool and we put those two words together <laughs> now they're very cool people and you know i'm very happy that that people that have such great appreciation for horror are making horror films it's mm -hmm. great to see and they're supported by arrow right what else can you really ask for arrow do a lot of a lot of good work with a lot of independent artists we'll call it artists because that's what they are yeah. um so we're very happy to have reviewed this you can go and check both of these films out smile and itch you can check them out on the arrow player go into your app store on whatever whatever iphone slash phone you use and was it uh iphone and android that's get on the, the app store <laughs> get on the app store mate i'm not well i've, I've had a lem sip a red bull two cups of tea and i'm sure there was something else i'm so ill but fighting through it, fighting through it. I don't want you to go, listen. girl. Don't send me any flowers. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, you can go check out the Arrow app store on the App Store, the Arrow Player, and sign up and watch both of these incredible short films. But there's tons of great stuff on there as well. Also, we get into it a bit um, myself and Susanna a bit about just how good the physical releases are from Arrow. Um, not to be 
not to be missed. You can definitely get them at all your HMV stores. Go into CEX to get some if you want, but I will reek a BO and you'll get no customer <laughs> service. Right. But it's still worth it. Still worth going in for your arrow release. Um and by the way, screw CEX. <laughs> screw CEX. CEX. Sorry, we can't find it. <laughs> CE. What's that smell? <laughs> application form application form are you reeking tech go to the job <laughs> Dude, i did tell you i went into kind of trading a psp yeah an old thing i had and the guys like yes we have great uh we have a standard here i went no you don't <laughs> <laughs> screw them man screw them the standard anyway. is can i hold it aye <laughs> i know <laughs> So, without further ado, the first on the great guests we have today is for the film Smile. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. <laughs> Come on, son. What are you <laughs> Ladies and Joanna Sanis. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Joanna Sanis. I'm in Joanna Sanis, um, the director and the writer of the creator of Smile. Um, we were lucky enough to to watch us. I watched it last night. I watched it last night for the second time because um, I like to get a little bit more. I like to go, watch a second time to see if I missed anything the first time. Um, and see, to be honest, we actually don't get sent a lot of a lot of shorter films, which for me I thought was great because you can, if you've got such a small amount of time to tell enough of a story to make people want more i think that's the that, that's what they call the the sweet spot so have you always been a lover of horror or is, is this a new kind of part for you to do something in the horror vein yeah ho horror has been uh it's always been my favorite genre and uh mm -hmm. i think it's because uh when i was younger i would spend uh summers in greece because that's where my my family is and oh, nice. uh, in the afternoon it was really hot so we'd have to stay inside and I'm sure you guys are familiar in Southern Europe, what's on TV in the afternoon, very different than what's on TV <laughs> in Canada in the afternoon. And I remember uh, as, as a kid, that feeling of like kind of peeking behind the curtain and seeing something you're not supposed to see, that sort of uh, captured me. And I, I think I've pinpointed it. I think that was the moment when I started really liking genre film and in yeah. particular horror film and definitely monster movies. That's That'd be my favorite subgenre. Mm. The, speaking of monster movies, this this one, the good thing about short movies is you never actually know what you're sitting down to because you don't get mm -hmm. big trailers out for them that give the, give the, the whole film away in one fell swoop. So I was actually, I was pleasantly surprised to see what we saw in this one. Um, yes. yes. <laughs> I, I really wasn't expecting it. It was so cool. The the design was phenomenal. Who who designed the, the creature? So the creature design uh, was by Adrian Bob, who's uh, who also did the VFX supervision. And then the actual creature was built by a practical effects studio um, called Butcher Shop Effects Studios. And they are like legends in Ontario. Every Canadian horror film you see that has a fabulous monster in it is generally made by them. Uh, and yeah, I was very fortunate to have this entire monster team. And uh, we really wanted to be very thoughtful with building the monster and make sure it was connected to the theme, make sure even with the sound, the sound was connected with the way the monster looked and the textures. And we we had a lot of really awesome conversations, which I promise didn't involve psychedelics, but they could have because, <laughs> because they got pretty out there. And uh, yeah, it was 
that's what's great about monster movies is there's so much craft, even just the monster alone, because you're building, mm-hmm. not only are you building a figure, but you're also building a lore that goes along with it. So it was a very, very cool experience. Absolutely. I don't think, I mean, I've, we've seen the return of the, the monster slash creature, but in, in small, small little dribs. I mean, we what was the film we saw with uh, the boy, for, uh, what's his name? It's because I'm ill. I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, barbarian, was, uh, barbarian, barbarian. Yeah, right? barbarian. We started yeah. to see the return of these kind of things, and it, it's been lost for a long time. I think last ten or so years, it kind of w- went to the, the the paranormal type of stuff, found footage, and then we kind of what we're missing right now is good slasher and good creature features. Um, yeah. I, th- I, I, I see. When I was watching Smile, I was like, "Oh, great!" Because one, there's a great a lot of suspense in it, like. That's something again that a lot of the time, obviously, with this is a six minute movie, so you, you don't have a, a, a wide old, for the amount of tension that you managed to put in on something that was six minutes was great. I can imagine if it was a feature, there would have been a lot more suspense before being able to actually reveal. Um, I loved there was two parts that I actually loved, right? One is, um, did you get, did you get any um, inspiration from Jack Nicholson as the Joker? for one of the scenes because i saw that and i went yes and i hope that was a nod i hope you're i hope that was a nod was it there was i mean there are some things that as we were building that uh that gag with the smile uh-huh. which i assume is what you're referring to yes as you're looking at it, i was thinking uh yeah, this is getting very heightened reality. And I remember the uh, butcher shop, the guys at butcher shop, they were, they asked, they said, do you, are you okay with it being this heightened reality? Or do you want it to, to feel really like someone stretching? Or do you want it to feel like we're entering this kind of ethereal realm? And uh-huh. I I did think of the Joker. And I did also think of the mask with Jim Carrey. Like, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I don't, I think it, it works because it, it is, yeah. uh, I, I think that we hit the right balance there because it's, uh, it, it does look like, it's not entirely realistic, but it's also uh-huh. kind of a nightmare, so it, it works. <laughs> yes, and I thought it, I kind of felt it, it, it worked. <laughs> it, was, it was horrible to look at. Well done, <laughs> congratulations. I, I kind of felt that it we've had seen a... we've seen a lot of a lot of horrible things on movies, but that right. it was really horrible. Well done. Do you know the part? A part of me laughed at a certain point, and I've got a screen grab here of a certain part. And the reason I laughed so hard was because I was like, I used to. I used to, growing up, I've got a little sister. She's like three years younger than me. And what I would do sometimes if we were carrying on is I'd pin her down and grab her truth. And the desired effect, the desired effect was always this. <laughs> God. So, like, anyone who has a fear of the dentist should not wash the shirt. This would send them into, yeah, a whirlwind. Open sure. wide. Yeah, you're going yeah. to lose, you're going to lose 90% of the audience by saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cut, cut I actually part. felt that it was quite, um, was a, was a, a lot of metaphor here um, because the, the woman herself, she's obviously gone through a really crap time and mm-hmm. she just has no reason to smile. And then the bad guy shows up and is like, well, I'm going to give you a reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I it feel is that like... a dark irony for sure. Uh, you uh-huh. know, it's kind of like the, the monster is a manifestation of how she's feeling. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. at the same time, there is this dark irony of, you know, she wants to be happy. Her mom wants her to be happy, as you see in the mm-hmm. uh, in the opening, which uh, the voice was uh, Ashley Lawrence from Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. We were very fortunate yeah. that she was able to participate Brilliant. in this whole film. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and, and it is, a, you're absolutely right. It's a dark irony that it's like, okay, she finally smiles, but... 
it's it, it's not <laughs> quite what you'd expect. So uh, yeah, definitely a thematic aspect for sure. There's something about uh, when creating a horror, right? That I always think this is where it really goes into the the real creative aspects. When it comes to like creating a, a monster or a slasher, right? So much has already been done that it must be so hard for you to kind of visualize something and then go right. This is what I see. Like for me, if I come up with something, I draw it and stick, man. I honestly can't really take the image from here and put it to paper because I'm crap at drawing. Um, <laughs> did you have how how did you did you describe this character, this the the monster? For me, kind of what I saw was, um, have you ever seen the live action Death Note film? The where Willem Dafoe plays. Oh, the, yeah. There was <laughs> yeah, for me. There, there was a hint of that. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely a hint of that for me. Um, and then there was, I'm trying, what's good is I can't actually say, oh, it's like this, which is great for when you're coming up with something mm -hmm. original and creative. What were your, how, how did you get it from your head to the people that were going to create it? What was that like kind of telling them, Here, here's what I see? Did you have certain characters that you kind of said, here's kind of what it's like, but a bit more junky? Uh, yeah, so what we did was, uh, first I met with the creature designer and I sort of described the background of the creature. I, I talked mm -hmm. about how the creature is constantly in pain and mm. that because the creature is constantly in pain, the only way for the uh, creature to get what it wants is to kind of push that pain onto its host, which would be mm. uh, Miranda in this, in this short. So, um, sorry, Anna in this short. And see, so we kind of had a conceptual discussion at first about what a creature who is constantly in pain would look like. And yeah. One thing that I had mentioned was I really liked the idea of the creature also having this grin that's being pulled by barbed wire and that's being forced. Mm -hmm. and the creature is in pain. And then that kind of translated to um, teeth sounds. So when we started talking to the sound designer, it was like, we yeah. want some flattering teeth sound. And uh, and yeah, it kind of it went from there. So it started off with that basic concept. And then the creature... Uh, designer started creating some sort of mock-ups of it and uh and then he also he had recommended he was like well let's let's go with hair because hair always looks uh really great on a creature and i was like yeah awesome yeah. Like, maybe the barbed wire can be tangled in the hair and just it was uh so yeah it was a very uh cruel conceptual process of, <laughs> yeah how can we make this creature look like it's constantly in pain and also uh while causing pain to uh to anna it's it's host yeah this hair's quite nice, actually, to be honest. Like the hair, of, of all its features, the hair is actually not that bad, you know? Um, I like the poster as well. The actual, the official poster to me says, let's turn that frown upside down. Yes, exactly. You know, which is, I, I like, you can see that a lot of, like a lot of thought and heart has gone into creating this. What, if you were, if you were told tomorrow, okay, we're going to make this into a feature, you know, with planned sequels, do you have a, a backstory for the creature? Do you have, is it all mapped out for, for if and when that was to happen? I, so I have a whole backstory for the creature, um, but I kind of, you know, just want this short film to be its, its standalone mm -hmm. piece. However, I actually uh, just recently finished my first feature film and it's a, a monster movie with a whole new monster with a whole new set of lore, which I'm really excited to explore. Some some similarities uh, for sure in terms of the theme, but it's a whole new creature, mm. so re really excited about that. This being bloody bites. 
the the feature no the the feature is going to uh well it's it's just finished now and i have to right. stay hush about it but we'll you guys uh, okay. you guys post it on it hopefully i can come back yes absolutely <laughs> can you tell us anything about the creature and what it's like he's spooky <laughs> that's enough <laughs> Fair play. Spooky, you, yeah. win, you win this round <laughs> the um obviously the, the movie is only it's only six minutes long um the you can tell that there was there's been a lot of effort put into making this look and sound great how long did it take mm -hmm. from uh, obviously you, you wrote it but from the start of filming it to getting it finished for the finished product how long did it take uh hmm, i think it took about a year like i wrote the initial script and uh, the initial script was actually two pages long. It was just the rip because I really was in love with that gimmick. Like I kind mm. of thought of the gimmick first and then built <laughs> and built the script right. around it. And then yeah. I connected with the producer, Azus Kontoyanis, at a festival, uh, at an online festival because this was during COVID. And um, he, yeah, he read the script and his uh, production company, Zeus Pictures, brought it on. And he was the one that recommended, why don't you make it a little longer than two minutes? Why don't you add a little bit of build up? <laughs> I was like, okay. So then that's when I added her, the voicemail at the beginning, her walking and seeing yeah. the photo and kind of that build up, which I think, uh, yeah, he was right on the money. I think it, it really adds wow. a lot. Uh, so, <laughs> and, and that was the, the process. And then filming um, was, I believe it was a two day shoot and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, and there was some, you know, there was uh, some process in pre-production of kind of walking through the location, and we didn't do a storyboard. We just kind of walked through the location. You stand and took photos. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! What was That's it like? Good, good, good work for two days. That's, yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> we 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 made a short film, and it and it was fifteen minutes long, and took us a year. So we understand. Oh, wow. <laughs> It was supposed to be shorter, but there was just so much we chucked it in. But we definitely have a respect for people that can get it done and get it done in a good amount of time and make it look and sound as good as it does. Um, what was what was the process like getting Ashley Lawrence involved? Was she someone that you already had encountered, or did you kind of be a huge Hellraiser fan and thought, Here's "Yeah, where it's at. <laughs> that's exactly." We just we we reached out to her team, and I think I think we got lucky in a way that because this was during lockdowns a lot of mm -hmm. artists were um were inside and w wanted to create art so yeah. i maybe that had something to do with how this like mega star agreed to <laughs> uh, lend their voice to a yeah. um, you know, to this little short film and we're very very uh appreciative that she did that and we did we did it on zoom like the uh the recording yeah and, uh, yeah, it it uh it worked out really great. Uh, she she's so talented, and I am a huge Hellraiser fan, so I was uh I was very you know I was fangirling for her. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! A good friend of ours made a documentary about Hellraiser. It's called oh. Leviathan. Have you seen oh, it? No, I haven't. I've got to check ah, that out. You should definitely check it out. And um, they themselves say that's the weakest thing they've ever done, but they're very very modest of their own work. But the, <laughs> it's very very good. Gary Smart and the guys over at um. Was it Dead Mouse? I Dead Mouse Productions. They also done one on Robocop recently. I don't know if you saw the the new Robocop. It's, it's like a series feature. Um, those guys are great at pulling back films and getting all the best information and interviews from all the guys involved. I know that Ashley was involved in that as well. But it's, oh. it's, it's good. I'm glad that someone like yourself that has a love for horror and has a love for, I mean, films like, how many girls do you know that love Hellraiser? 
How many guys do you know that love Hellraiser? I know about three guys that love Hellraiser. So I think I, I think that's amazing. Um, in uh, Toronto, there's this great theater, uh, Tiff Bell Lightbox, and they uh -huh. do a like kind of midnight screening once a month. And they did the uh, the Hellraiser sequel, and I brought just like a group of friends there, and with. <laughs> It was a mixed bag in terms of responses. Like, yeah. you're, like, you're like, why, why did you bring me to this? And but it was, really, but it was, it was very cool. And I, I love uh, midnight audiences. I love genre audiences. That's the that's the best way to watch a horror film is with a yeah. huge horror fans if you get the uh, the best reactions. And yeah. on the festival circuit with this short, um, being able to attend different uh, horror festivals. Uh, it was at Sieges. It was at Fantastic that's Fest. Right. Um, I didn't. I wasn't able to attend Fantastic Fest, unfortunately. But I, I uh, yeah, just and Film Quest. Film Quest had a great crowd as well. And all these festivals, you just people they love the craft so much, and they're they're fantastic audiences. Just hearing their their reactions, it's it's priceless. Yeah. <laughs> it's the horror, the horror family, and that's what it is. It's a, it's a family. You know, there are movie lovers, and then there are the horror family, and that's where you can kind of. Like, I'll see someone with a T-shirt that has a saying on it, and it's a film that no one's ever heard of, but we know. <laughs> If you yeah. know, you know, right? <laughs> Absolutely. It's been amazing to have you on. Um, I, I, for one, will say that horror is in good hands if people like yourself are the ones making it, people that love horror to the roots and not just trying to do it for the the financial gain. And we're sick of seeing reboots and all this. So it's good to see some original content. I would yeah. love to see Smile and what comes next for that because I thought there was a lot. There was a lot there to unpack that, that kind of leaves you wanting more. So very much good luck. That you can, everyone can, at home can watch this on the Arrow app. Um, we don't actually release uh, short films on physical anymore, do we? I don't think. No. No. No, no physical release. So it's it just the Arrow app then, the UK version and US. That's right. You can go ahead and download the app on any smartphone and look up Smile and go ahead and watch it because. Uh, Everybody that watches this show would enjoy it. I know that for a fact. Our, our community. Um, J-Max, anything else you'd like to ask Joanna before we let her go back to the world of horror? Uh, just the, the the casting process um, for Anna. Um, how was it, was it a big casting call or was it a quick few phone calls to a few people that you had in mind? Or uh, So uh, I have... My first short film I ever directed, Imagine a World, uh, which is on Alter right now, um, it uh, played in front of a film called Anything for Jackson at Fantasia, which is a fantastic film and I highly recommend it. And uh, the star of Anything for Jackson, Constantina Mantelos, that's how I connected with her. Uh, and our, my short was kind of following their feature at a bunch of different festivals. And we ended up connecting like over social media. And I, I thought she was so incredible in Anything for Jackson. So I, yeah, we just, we just sent her the offer. There wasn't an audition process because we, we knew we had seen a feature with her in it. Mm -hmm. We knew what we could do. And uh, yeah, so very, uh, very excited that I, I, we got to work together and we've worked on other things since then as well. Yeah. She, she was, she was fantastic. I mean, I, I think a, a lot of, uh, actors uh, like to shy away from horror a little bit because it's fear is one of the hardest emotions to <laughs> fake basically but she does a she does a, a oh, damn good job yeah. yeah 
and uh, yeah, I, I loved it. I loved it and hated it at the same time because it was fucking horrible. <laughs> but it, it works. It does what it's supposed That's to do. I wanted to disgust people, so I'm glad that I, I managed to achieve that. And I'm glad uh, that you guys love monster movies because mm -hmm. I, I definitely agree that we need to see sort of a, a resurgence of them. Uh, yes. One of my favorite uh, monster movies is Pumpkinhead. And then I, <laughs> I think it's awesome. I, I know that uh, people are tired of reboots, but I, I would see a reboot of Pumpkinhead. Uh, so yeah. And justice and you know obviously uh the babadook as well fantastic uh, design in that so yeah uh, so yeah I, i'm hoping to see a, a resurgence of, of more monster movies and i think yeah no i love monsters no. you should be the one to start it let's go yes. <laughs> <I hope so laughs> well she might have already but she won't tell us anything about her new feature that'll be the next the next podcast <laughs> yes so we will wait with bated breath and maybe you can come back on and we'll talk about this new feature and we can talk about the creature and it'll be fun and we'll all be smiling. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I want That's is like... to make people smile. That, that <laughs> <laughs> Turn the frown upside down. Yeah. <laughs> Any means necessary. <laughs> That's excellent. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for giving us your time. Um, I know how busy you guys always are. Um, this is great. It'll, this episode will go out live on Sunday night. And everybody will, we encourage everyone to go ahead and watch Smile because we had a, an absolute blast. Um, so thanks again. Thank you for having me. Thank you both. Anytime. Thanks again. It was great speaking to Joanna. What a really nice, nice, nice lady. Um, yeah. Very talented. And I hope that she brings smile to a, a bigger, a bigger platform. Make a feature. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Make a feature. That's, that was actually like Aladdin. Make a feature. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, she was, she was great. She was lovely. Um, very talented. Um, if we can get, women like her behind the camera for more horror films, especially creature features, like you said, then we're in for a good time. Definitely. So. Most definitely. And uh, our next our next interview here, um, what a vivacious ball of fun she is. Um, yeah. We'd love to have her back on. She should start her own podcast. Um, but she says she doesn't want to because she doesn't want to throw us off. She doesn't <laughs> want to be that much competition that she'll <laughs> screw us right over. <laughs> Which is excellent because that's the kind of fire you need to start a podcast. So... <laughs> Hashtag start a podcast. Go and do it. Um, our next guest here is Susanna Farugia. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Susanna Farugia. Um, we're very excited to have you on. We watched Itch yesterday. I Ooh. love the name Itch. Um, <laughs> Thank you. And we, uh, we're, we're a big lover of the genre. We're a big lover of short films. Um, a, lot of, a lot of the great films you see started off as short films. Yes. And, um, so uh, we were very much... Uh, and, and by the way, I've got I've got to say something. J Mac absolutely loves a film if it's in black and white. So we'll even start <laughs> there. What made you decide to make this film in black and white? Well, it was like I don't want to come across as pretentious by choosing a black and white film, right? Because <laughs> that's the risk, especially since it's my it's my debut. So um, I was like, but I never saw it in color. I never thought about it in color. Ah. It's mainly because it's. The reason is twofold. So, nuns habits look fantastic. They're black and white. They're fantastic. That's all I'm seeing. <laughs> yeah. So the costume itself decided it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Reason number two is a lot more subtextual. Um, the whole film is about um, binary attraction. Um, all about about good or evil. Um, all these 
black and white instances that she has black and white thinking of, like mm-hmm. either she's perfect or she's the worst first never either she's pure or she's impure and it wanted to i wanted to use that um format to back up that kind of that kind of thinking of that she sister jude had and Mm. the third reason was also i kind of really wanted to just see um graphic skin effects and blood (laughs) in black and white and i thought i had a better chance getting into festivals (laughs) festivals if it was less graphic it's still graphic i wanted it to be as graphic Uh as possible but less red like uh uh, a la quentin tarantino kill bill you know yes yeah that's actually i think that when he made that sequence black and white that's what allowed it to get the the r rating yeah it's it's because of ratings yeah. Right. Um, oh, nice. Where did the the idea come from initially? What was what was your first thought on? I'm, I want to make a film about this. I want to make a film about itching nuns. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that's a soundbite. That's a soundbite. <laughs> well, I have. I've always had lifelong um, severe eczema, so I've always been mm. an itchy gal. Scratchy, scratchy. My whole, my whole mo in my in my life has just been how can I scratch without anyone, no one else seeing. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, so it's very much based on that aspect of suppression. And I'm from Malta, from mm. my very foreign sounding surname, <laughs> and we are an extremely Roman Catholic country. And when I emigrated to to the UK, I realized like. There's no nuns just walking around. What's up? (laughs) I don't know why. I obviously I wasn't expecting nuns. Just I realized that I somehow kind of missed that there were nuns everywhere. I lived opposite a convent. Every I was taught by nuns as well. My mother was taught by nuns. My my I have family members who are nuns. I thought I wanted to be a nun based on the costume, and that I thought (laughs) that they just stayed inside watching TV. That's what I thought they did. until I realized there was a whole other thing. Um, then I said, no, no, maybe not. Um, but that's, so I kind of combined my my love of um, nuns and nuns exploitation, especially I'll, I'll get into that. Nuns, um, skin conditions that become so severe that you have a face mask, face, your whole entire face is covered, right? Because mm. every time I get like a flare up on my face, I'm like, I can't go outside. Yeah. You know? I can't show, I can't see anyone. I feel uh. so disgusting. So I always wanted to like cover my entire face. Um, so I wanted that aspect of it. And then what was the other aspect? Cloistered. Oh, yeah. Well, I made this film in. I shot it in November 2020 as part of my graduation project from my master's in film directing at Menstrual School in mm, London. Okay. And something happened in 2020. <laughs> what could it be? I don't know. But All the nuns disappeared. Something happened. <laughs> and I thought I need to make a film based in mainly one location to save everyone, to save my money, but to save everyone <laughs> trouble. And I thought, a convent, a convent mm-hmm. suits itself so well for that, right? So that was like my deciding factor, you know, mm-hmm. that the fact that I just need a couple of characters. It's a, it's just her, um, 
and it's in mostly it's in one room it's in a church and then i double the room up for another room um so that's that's those are my reasons i thought about it um i used to i thought about this years before i thought it was something i'd make later in my life not my mm -hmm. debut because i thought it was too experimental i didn't want to like start off so uncommercially it, let's say like, yeah it's, come it's off very too weird but then i thought <laughs> i am too weird might as well show it immediately maybe maybe that's Preach what it, no people pun intended. interested and so far so good you know yeah, yeah. So i got arrow so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah this, i mean arrow arrow are obviously they're they're really behind uh, i love it i love and, i love uh, them i i've been such a huge collector so it was a dream come true hey by the way same absolutely love them i'm, I'm downstairs i have a whole room of arrows. yeah <laughs> yeah with the be do you know what's funny i said to my wife um she's like oh what will i get you for christmas i don't know what dvd to get you and i said see as long as i have an arrow at this on the sleeve right <laughs> as long as it says arrow on the sleeve get it and she has she's been collecting me these arrow blu-rays i like so that I'd... with criteria in the uk edition. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like that's right. a real expensive ones that i can't <laughs> buy myself so that's why i set oh, no. it aside for gift request <laughs> yeah what would you like well i've got this list here i've Just got this list of criterions that you can uh, buy me and i have to only be uk edition or else they won't work on my on my uh, i actually have i have a criterion collection uh laser disc of train spotting now, it's it's gorgeous. I've, I don't have a laser disc player. I never have. I never will. But I just love having. You know that. what? You know what? I got for my birthday. I asked for Jean Dielman twenty three. Uh, long long name, and it's one of my favorite films. And I was so excited. And then I got it. And then we put it in the PS five, and it just didn't uh, work. And uh, I was like, Isn't this supposed to work with any uh, any region? And it just didn't work. But I I. I just love having it, even though I can't like, technically watch it one day. Maybe I'll go to America and get a Blu-ray all the uh, way from there. So I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, it's that. been fantastic to have our support. So, so amazing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the, um, I mean, the decision to, uh, you actually, you used a, used a word a minute ago that I want to ask you about. Nunsploitation. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never that heard that word before. <laughs> so another uh, motivation I had is I love non-exploitation, but it's so the only defect, which is the own, which is what it make what makes it also just as interesting as a subgenre, is that it's so male gazy, right? It's it's essentially a uh, softcore, it, not even softcore. It's hardcore pornography hidden. Hmm. With a veil of a film, which I'm down. I love that. <laughs> but, um, I just was curious to see. There's only been one um, short, and it was a short as well. One film made by a woman about non-exploitation. Uh, that's it. So I was like, there's a hole. I'm going to fill it. I don't want to do anything that's been done before. That's one of the things mm -hmm. I really um, want to stay in my motivation as a filmmaker. I don't want to make something that's been done. Yeah. It's pointless. So I thought, okay, let's try and make a version of non-exploitation from a female perspective, and that really questions male gaze, because I really wanted to also inquire about, everyone's like, oh, male gaze, male gaze, as I am two seconds ago. But then I was like, what about lesbian gaze? Isn't that, isn't that, what about, where are lesbians in this, in this thing, or bisexual people? Where are they? Because mm -hmm. also want to see tits. 
but it's not it's not coming across with the with the grotesqueness that it comes so it's like <laughs> yeah it is for males but you know lesbians and bisexual people exist who it could yeah. also get off so what if i make a film specifically for that you know queer that queer female gays even though that's not really a thing but i'm trying to make it that thing <laughs> I mean, it probably is. I just don't, you don't really see a lot of it, eh? I no, think. it is. It is. It's just not yeah. big. Yeah. 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 Uh, the, because... uh, yeah actually, the, the the name of the film is Itch, and I'll be honest with you. When I was watching it, I didn't even notice, but I was I was sitting doing this, but That's as I was honestly, watching it, the only thing I wanted, I was like, I hope it's not bad. I hope it's good, but the main thing I wanted was for it to be effective. For it to be, for it to feel visceral was the key mm -hmm. word I want. I kept repeating in my head. That's I love that. Thank you. I wanted a bodily reaction first off, and then <laughs> a mental thought process after. That yeah, even yeah. if you hate horror, even if you don't like black and white shit, if you if you don't like shorts, <laughs> you you get you feel something, and yeah. that's. I'm glad you said that. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I was, I'm still. I, I did it a second ago as well. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> well, well, I'm the whole world scratching with me. <laughs> <laughs> I I, re I recently changed my mindset on scratching. I was like, all across my life, everyone's like, don't scratch, don't scratch, which is a line in the film. It's like, try mm -hmm. not to scratch, and then we cut to her scratching, which <laughs> I think is a funny moment. That's actually it at Fright Fest. That got a couple of laughs, and my and uh, my. They were like, is it is it okay? That's my lot. I was like, it's brilliant that you're offering. That's the point. Yeah, um, yeah. That's what grind, grounds it. Uh, so I've always heard that. Try not to scratch, stupid ass line. <laughs> every year of my life, and I was like, actually, just enjoy the beauty. Just enjoy that that euphoria that you feel while yeah. scratching. Since then, <laughs> my mindset has changed. Just you're enjoy right. The euphoria. You're a hundred percent right. You don't need to have eczema to know how nice it feels to scratch it an itch. Feels nice, don't it? it yeah. Oh yeah. And obviously, <laughs> depend, depending where it is, it feels better. You know. <laughs> I can yeah. I can attest. Yes, for sure. <laughs> no, I know. There's something about getting a good itch. But do you know what I found as well? Like the more I itch, the more I always. I'm like, oh no, I've left a mark. So I just click this. I rub a wee bit. If you rub hard. You get the same feeling, but you take away less of the skin. Yes, I also rub hard. That's another sound bite. <laughs> I'm just waiting on you now, J-Mac. <laughs> I, I slap it. <laughs> slap it. Oh, yeah, if, if, I get, if I get an extra yes. Everyone at school used to be like, oh, I can do a Chinese burn. I can do... I don't know why I put on a British accent. I'm not from Britain. Um, <laughs> uh, and people would do yeah. that. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's... Oh, that feels good. <laughs> That's nice. Why are you why are you all complaining? And then I was like really like proud that I can withstand it for so long. I was like, yeah, I can handle it. Yeah. I'm just going around like, asking people to do it. Enjoy it, but yeah. <laughs> people thought I was a messiah or something at school because no one could ever make me say ouch by giving me a Ooh. Chinese burn. And then I would go like this, I'd go, right, my turn. And <laughs> The skin would just come away like a cucumber. <laughs> like a cucumber. That's a good image. <laughs> it was breaking a cucumber. No. Do you see any? Do you see any, like bigger plans for it to become uh, a feature? Is that was that the plan? That was not the plan. Uh, no. However, retroactively, people have asked about it. They, mm -hmm. One person said, like, it feels like 
the start of a film, right? Mm. And then you move on and you go on. Maybe I'll make uh, a feature in the future. That sounded weird. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll make a feature in the future, but uh, no plans yet. No plans yet. No. Okay. But I, I love the idea. But mm. it was not the plan. No, no. It's funny that you say there, though, that there's not a lot of nuns, which, by the way, none being like there's none nuns. <laughs> there's none. They're none nuns. But, They're but do you know? Do you know there is a there is a nun concept that I've not seen? Can you imagine like the Expendables, but they're nuns, <laughs> like Kinda. proper, yeah, the proper, Amendables. Proper. <laughs> Don't take his name in vain. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind. That's the version of non-exploitation. Non-exploitation, which is the subgenre of sub uh, exploitation, that has yeah sub subgenres, which is like nuns on motorcycles, motorcycle oh. nuns. What is it? It's yeah. nuns on cycles or something. And oh, then, no like, behind cloistered walls, like, the idea of, like, girls having a sleepover, essentially. Like, what do they actually do behind cloistered, behind uh, walls, right. which is lesbian content. <laughs> but again, Obviously. more, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's that kind of thing. There's a lot of things. There's recently been Mrs. Davis by Damon Mendeloff of Lost and, and, Watch, and Watchmen, which was, like, si- similar-ish. Not there wasn't a band of nuns, not mm. a band of expendables, <laughs> but that it it was silly and actiony. It was a lot more. It was very actiony. Yeah, ah. said she's on motorcycle. That's why I I, I think that think of that. There's also singing nuns, Ayala, aka sound the sound of music, sound which music, is one of yeah. my favorite films. Sister Act. Sister Act, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the singing, the most literal, the singing nun starring Debbie Reynolds. I, I, I am obsessed with nun films. I actually run an Instagram page called Nuns in Cinema. Called, no way. Uh, spelled with a S. Nuns in ah. Cinema. Cinema. Ah. Oh, 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 beautiful. Yeah, I get it. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put it down low. <laughs> That's excellent. Uh, where I collect uh, images of nuns, even uh, if they're extras, because it's always confused me why people because extras are supporting our actors um supporting background actors uh why you would ever choose a nun because it really attracts your eye but there's so many and i've always been so curious as that so i'm just like trying to collect every nun i see (laughs) just like my own little personal game i do that with other things i do that with cake and makeup uh i i have obsessions with archival and curation um that's a whole other podcast yeah that's that's an interesting hobby or else you wouldn't have a podcast (laughs) you've you've definitely put me onto the idea of like what what else could you do with nuns and and cinema (laughs) yeah there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot look how they've always been portrayed right they're always we've got like the conjuring series where they're either yeah either pure pure horror you're the Uh devil yeah. Very, very pure sound of music or for sex purposes. There's not much yeah. nuance. And that's mm-hmm. what I was trying to trying to do, you know. <laughs> so I see it from a different angle. Yeah. Ah, you've you got me quite um quite intrigued now with nuns. I'm gonna look up your <laughs> nuns in cinema. <laughs> nuns um, in cinema. cinema. Uh, my, my, my introduction to nuns was Problem Child. Do you remember that series of films? Yes, Problem Child. Have you, call them penguins and they were kind of just like the guardians of him because he was an orphan and they'd yes. always tell him off and give him slappy joes and all that stuff so, <laughs> I literally, so, it's funny two seconds yeah. <laughs> it's 
I'm fun like, then. I collect them, but like I don't want my body to be in this <laughs> cutting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> my be my original VHS tape of the sound oh, of music. Excellent. The one I watched when I was a kid. Uh, repeat. Ah. We have ones like that. I fell asleep before the Nazis came. Uh, <laughs> it's a sweet I, film. <laughs> I have original cassettes still of um, Highlander, Critters 2. I like love these... Highlander. I love Highlander. Oh, tell it's me about fantastic. it. fantastic. I reference it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, reference, no, nuns, uh, no nuns in Highlander. No <laughs> nuns, but there is no, uh, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> that's right. Sure. There is. That He's is true. <laughs> I know. He's, he is phenomenal, by the way. He He's would be fantastic great. in that. Uh, see, anytime I see a film starting and it comes up the, at the bottom, Clancy Brown, I'm like, I, uh, I can yes. relax. This Anything is going to be excellent. With him. Yeah. I actually, absolutely. recently I saw, what's the actor's name for, for Patrick Starr? What's his um, name? Star. I, I can't um, remember his name. I work with a guy that looks like him. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick Starr Uh, is a character in American anime series, Spongebob. He's voiced by Bill Fagerbacky. Bill Fagerbacky, yeah. Anyway, I recently (laughs) saw him. I'm re-watching Oz, which is an HBO. Yeah, yeah. hour-long series of HBO. It's one of my favorite shows, and I'm showing it to my partner. Uh, nice. Finally, after many convin- many years of convincing, and he was uh, he was in there, and I was like, "That's Patrick." It's <laughs> really serious, hardcore show <laughs> as a Nazi, and he's just there as a really hardcore Nazi. Uh, I have I said Nazi. hardcore three times? Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll, we'll clip them all together. <laughs> yes. Anyway, let's get on to the next question, boys. I'm going to direct you, but we're getting off there. Just ever so slightly. Ever so slightly. We do this every episode, so we need you around. I'm I'm sure. This is what happens with podcasts. Yeah, that's the fun part. Always. um, What's the the plan for... What what are you going to do next? You said you you haven't thought about making this into a feature. What are you doing next? Next. I wish I was doing something now so I can advertise it, but I'm not. I'm working on living, surviving, <laughs> you know, paying rent, simple, yeah. simple things, uh, taking care of my health. Um, I was in a bus crash a week ago, guys. Oh, no way. Get over it. I was in what? a fucking huge ass bus crash, the entire top of the. The, the entire second floor. Yeah. Yeah, what? no one died, which is shocking. But that threw me for a loop. So I'm now I'm thinking, what films do I make? I've had I've <laughs> made scripts. The problem is getting funding because I don't want to fund another picture. Mm-hmm. But uh I do have scripts, everyone. So if you want to read something, contact me if you're interested. Um, yeah, I want to do, my dream is to try to do every kind of genre. Right. I have a short horror, another short horror, but it's a holiday one, nice Christmas film. We love Um, them. I really also want to look at underrepresented communities, um, from the most I can, from my point of view, right? So, disabled, uh, queer, that's all. (laughs) That's all I can represent. But yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh 
I also want to make miniseries, drama, musicals. I just want to do everything, but I also have to like support myself first, unfortunately. Uh, right now, my day job is I'm a teaching, which is why I'm like, I'm a teaching assistant for special needs educational children. Oh, excellent. Very so, nice. yeah, in the daytime, in the daytime, I teach your kids. In the nighttime, I scare them, you know. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I want to do. Uh, uh, yes, I have scripts done. I'm just working on funding, etc. That's what I'm yeah. doing. That's never, also, that's never um, the easy part. Yes. <laughs> the easy part is the writing. Ironically, you would think that's the hardest. It's not. <laughs> the getting the money is the hardest. Uh, and I'm also looking to adapt my Instagram page, Makeup in Cinema, into a coffee table book. I'd love to talk about cinema in yeah. book form because I'm a huge cinephile like you guys. And I just want to talk, 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 or in this case, write, write, write about mm -hmm. my favorite movies. And one of them... Uh, Ironically, which coincides nuns and lipstick is one of my favorite lipstick scenes is in Black Narcissus by yeah. Michael Powell and Emmerich Pressburger. And I, I think that really is one of my favorite done films as well. It shot, it, it's shot gorgeously. It's in Technicolor. And mm. it's recently been referenced as an inspiration for Barbie as one of the four um, walls in the back when they mm. have fake walls. Yeah. Mm. Uh, because they did that with the Himalayas as well. So it's a, it's a very interesting, if you haven't seen that, I really recommend it. They recently did a, a retrospective on Michael Powell and Emmerich Pressburger last December. Because oh, it was nice. some, some, some anniversary, but yeah. That's, That's what I'm you doing. Should, you should start a podcast. Reach uh, out to your I, community. I don't need no, you don't need no competition. Why are you advertising? Why are you suggesting <laughs> that? There, are, there you, is no competition. <laughs> there is only brotherhood and sisterhood here. Yeah. <laughs> Every pod, I mean, uh, the, good, the great thing about podcasting, <laughs> the, I mean, we can be sisters. Can. <laughs> we can no, be no, sisters, no. all sisters, both <laughs> yeah, brothers yeah. and sisters in Definitely. God's land. Exactly. Um, yes. Uh, so, yeah, we... I, I also wanted to make a film that was just on the cusp of showing my parents, but in the cusp where I definitely don't show my grandparents. Uh, that's, right. that's the level I'm in. Right. right? Okay. Yeah, they're Phoenix. <laughs> I don't know. Try. My mom's proud. <laughs> like, grandma, grandma, not so much. <laughs> she hasn't seen. She's she all sports last Sunday, guys. I swear to God, it's been three years. I'm going to find your granny's email address and send it to. <laughs> you don't have no email. Are you joking? Are you? So I have real? carrier pigeon services though. <laughs> Don't say that. That's true. <laughs> she checks her pigeons. Yes, she checks her pigeons. The pigeon box. There we go. No, that's excellent. Um, yeah, just uh, one one more question from myself. Um, the how long how long did it take you to put this together uh, after you'd written it and you thought right we're going to start? Yeah. So I wrote it pretty quickly. It's a I believe it's a ten page script. Mm -hmm. I believe it's a 10 page script. I didn't want it to be over 50. That my, in my head, I was like 50 minutes is max. I thought it would be 10. And then I realized 10 minutes is max because a lot of uh, festivals, like it's the undertone that they wanted to be t under 10. Yeah. And I was like, if I can cut it, I can cut it. But uh, we shot for four days. The first day was in the church called Asylum in Peckham. London and the rest of the three days were in a photography studio that we decorated. Okay. Uh, like we painted the walls, we put the mm. floorboards, etc. 
got as many legitimate looking set design things. It cost, it took four days. And then I took like a couple of months to edit it. Like I would mm. say three max. Mm. I think I, I finished in February. Uh, it was December, January, February editing and not only editing because like I did it pretty quickly, but then it's like, um, back and forth with producers, with other suggest, with other users. Remember this was a graduation student film. So I wanted their mm. POV on the subject and I've made like two cuts. I would change in my honest heart. It wouldn't even change. I would hold for longer. Right. Um, but there's no point now. You know, <laughs> I was just like, if this is what was seen in festival circuits, this is what was seen. This is what it is. And then in yeah, my yeah. head will live the, the other person. But uh, we premiered, I, it got, I was so proud of how well it did without sounding shit, without sounding <laughs> egoistic. Um, I'm really proud because I my dream was to get into Fantastic Fest um, yeah. in general in my life, not even in with this, in my life. I really... Um, I read Elijah Wood goes to fantastic. I read. Uh, I don't read. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> uh, I saw a video once of Elijah Wood describing Fantastic Fest because he gets tattoos there every year because they do random tattoos every year. Oh, excellent! In Austin, Texas, and I was like, "What is this festival?" And so I looked it up, and I was like, oh, "It's amazing! It's the largest <laughs> genre um, film festival in the U.S." And I got in and ah. I found out on my birthday and I was really depressed on my birthday. I was buying reduced birthday cake from Sainsbury's. Oh. Um, I would have wow. gone to Tesco, but there's no Tesco near me at this point. <laughs> um, and I just started bawling in the middle of Sainsbury's and, I've, and <laughs> it was so, it was emotional. Um, but we premiered officially uh, at Macabro fest in mexico and then a couple of days after we had our european european uh premiere in london cineworld that's the square guy uh, hey, yeah yeah nice. and that is where <laughs> i met alan simmons who is delightfully the person who helped curate the selection of sharp shorts in uh. in arrow streaming he saw it years ago he saw it in 2021 he sat next to me this guy this i had no idea who he was he was <laughs> writing during my film and i was like oh! <laughs> <laughs> it was my first time seeing my film in the cinema i hadn't seen what the dcp looked like in person so i was like really hoping right. the dcp was okay with the sound mm -hmm. because that was what i was mostly concerned about everyone forgets yep oh, no, no i shit myself all the time with everyone those. forgets sound that yep. was what i was mostly concerned about because that's what i think mm -hmm. really differentiates a student film from a proper film yeah 100 yes right because everyone forgets that's 50 i would argue even more 50 mm -hmm. of the film yeah um and this guy was writing and then a couple of days later he wrote best short films from fight fest day well i was like i was at the top and i was like ah and then <laughs> he's like a couple of months uh, a couple of months ago he messaged me and he's like i haven't gotten this film out of my head so would you like to go on streaming and i was like oh, yes <laughs> immediately please let me such on arrow like i, I was yes. actually like behind literally behind me is my arrow collection you know so yeah it, it's beyond and i literally give arrow gifts <laughs> 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 and i have uh, arrow shirts <laughs> like it's uh, so stupid uh, how, i don't have a shirt. how much of a dream come true this is with regards to that and so many people have locked this on letterbox since in a week so yeah 
Mm-hmm. I didn't even tell you the bus crash happened last week. So literally, literally last week, it was the day it came on streaming and the day I had oh, my God. bus crash. So it was the best oh, and worst day of my life. Oh. And I'm recovering. Oh, so that's why I'm like, well, I'm always erratic, but that's why I'm going on about how I don't know what I'm going to do in my life. But well, I by the way, like horror movies. Yes. That's what look at, my just MMO. look at that. I mean, ride that momentum. Think about how far you've come just from putting pen to paper and how it all kind of fell into place for you. I think that's it a did. sign and from the it universe. It was a hard shoot. It was a hard shoot. Mm. Like, COVID really made things extra difficult. So, mm-hmm. and extra expensive. <clears> so, <throat> I didn't have an assistant director, for example. I was my own AD because I needed literal people. We're, we're counting people in crew, right? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. 10 people can be in this room. I need my camera operators. I need my actors. I need my makeup artists. No, duh. I need yeah. my script soup and my producer. Is, uh, producer. Uh, and I was like, okay, well, in order to have a second AC, I can't have an AD. So I just did all the work myself, which is fine. It's a yeah. short film. It's eight and a half minutes, for God's sakes. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was that kind of thing of like logistics, over i love logistics i love admin even though that's strange to say i'm very <laughs> um obsessive compulsive as a person in case you couldn't understand oh my <laughs> if you couldn't guess i'm pretty self-hating obsessive compulsive oh, no. <laughs> it's like it's like it's not me it's not me at all uh lorno there is pretty um <laughs> <laughs> but uh that i um it was just a lot and I am happy I got through with it is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, congratulations. I mean, you did it with your debut film. You, you managed to get it into festivals. And yeah. And the people are watching on, it all over yeah. the world. Yeah. It's so happy. I'm so happy. Oh, yeah, so and uh, this week um, I'm at, I mean, it's a private party, but they posted publicly on Instagram. So I guess I can say. <laughs> It's I'm at a Dykes of Darkness party. It's an orgy. So then they play. It's an orgy in San Francisco, and they're playing my film on a loop. <laughs> and I love it. I was like, finally, <laughs> screening, uh, finally a screening. Someone can fuck to my film. Like that's what I wanted. <laughs> but I guess that's what I wanted. Wow. Yeah. You know? uh, what's the address? You know, it's a very subtextual. <laughs> because of COVID, it's I doubt any non any relation. Like, I'm grateful for it. I don't think it needed kissing. Mm. But, like, because of COVID, mm. I was like, no physical contact. The only yeah. physical contact is the fight. Touching our own leg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Actually, the, the, uh, the, no, obviously, sorry, is, um, is that why all the nuns were spaced out in the beginning? Because of COVID? They were all high. <laughs> no, they were physically. They're like, physically uh, spaced out. Yeah. They're also so, my producer's housemates because of the same bubble. But they're also spaced right. out in a way I hope most people do because they're, <laughs> it's pretty symmetrical and most convents aren't like overfilled, especially these are novitiates. So these mm. are the new wave of the nuns. They're not nuns, nuns. Right. They're nun trainees in a sense. So uh, there wouldn't be a whole mass of them. But yeah. yes, in reality, that is the reason for sure. Right. All my cool. decisions are reality, are, are, are like, I want to say, are story first but no in reality it was like how do i keep people alive and people safe you know yeah, that was my yeah. main priority especially working with some elderly actors like i didn't want to put them at risk yeah, especially on the absolutely. first day 
you know, like I was dealing with 70 plus actors in a vulnerable time. So wow. I didn't want to put anyone at risk. Yeah. Well, and then I was like, no, but it, that in this way it works for the story because blah, blah, blah. You know, I worked backwards in that regard. Mm. Yeah, you did sense. a you did a fine job. It was it was an it was enjoyable and horrible at the same time. So I love that. A... That's a quote. Can I put that on my poster? Well, absolutely. <laughs> enjoyable and horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you mean. Yeah. Did you like the cheese grater scene? That's the scene I I ah, yes. Yes. fucking hated it. <laughs> I, I, I bring it up just as a as a anecdote because I never bring this up in normal conversation because I'm, feeling, I'm talking to three year olds. Um, <laughs> that's the cheese grater I use on daily. <laughs> your own cheese grater. That's my right. own cheese grater. I take it down the side, and the makeup artist did a fantastic job. Her name is, her name is Chelsea Murphy. She yeah. she did a wonderful wonderful job in a very short amount of time with yeah. very low resources. So I'm very grateful for her. No, um, but uh, yes, that is the cheese grater I, I grate my parmigiano with. Yes, <laughs> it lived a long life. I just wanted her to have like a nice holiday. Actually. I hope, I hope it got a credit in the the end. She's great for sure. She's great as herself, yeah. <laughs> Brie Larson. <laughs> Brie Larson. Oh no, she's great. My God. <laughs> you did not know who you were going to talk to, did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's been totally worth it. It's, Thank it's you amazing. so much, you guys. You've been Thank so lovely you. and so. Such good chat. Oh, no, you should have a podcast. No, we should. Really should. Yeah. You jibber we'll jabber all the time. Maybe you should call it jibber jabber. <laughs> your ideas are phenomenal. You need to use these ideas. I know. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Susanna. Thank it's been you a, guys. It's been a pleasure. Been and we look forward yeah. to seeing whatever you do in the future when it comes. Mm -hmm. And you should come back on as well and we'll do it for a, a, good, a good hour. Thank you so much. Thank you no, so much, you guys. Our pleasure. Thank you very much for all Thank your you. time. Bye bye. What a wild raid Susanna is. No, <laughs> she's rock and roll. She's rock and roll. That's what I meant. That's a wild uh, ride, right? Um, she'll yeah. laugh. She'll laugh. Oh, I know. She's got a really good, a really good sense of humor. Man. She was. She's fantastic. The sound um, bites. The sound bites alone. Um, yeah. We could probably make like we, we interviewed her for about forty minutes. We could probably make thirty-five minutes of sound bites. She was amazing, yeah, amazing. No, no. Both guests have been amazing, and we can't thank them yeah. enough for all their time. Thank you again to the guys at Fetch. We've got uh, Genevieve, Josh, and Tom. The guys always they always set us up with some great, great talent. Um, so we're very thankful for that. Make sure you go and make sure you support everything that these guys are doing. As always, um, you support it, and we'll see more of it. And that's what we love. This is a this is the kind of stuff that we're into. <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> so it's very quite so. class. It's quite class. Um, stay tuned because we will have another Arrow short film special episode coming up. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, tell us in the comments. Tell your friends. Share it. Like it. Follow all these guys that you've watched today. Make sure you download the Arrow app on all available smart devices. And you could probably watch it on the browser as well. I know you can. And <laughs> see all that they have to offer. Um, thank you very much for joining us this Sunday night. We are not live. So for all of you that I bet have joined in after we said that and been like, oh, why are they not bringing our comments up? Why are they not speaking? We're no live. We are not live. <laughs> right? This is a pre-record, but we do this with absolute love for you guys um, so that you guys enjoy it. So make sure you check out those 
really cool short films. Stay tuned for the next couple. And if you've heard of any short films that you actually like, smash them into the comments. Let us know about them. Maybe let the guys, I don't know all about them. And maybe we'll uh, we'll do more with the short films because uh, those ones were great. And I'm looking forward to the next round, if you know what I mean. J-Mac, anything you'd like to say before we go away? Now, following the discussion we had earlier on, no. <laughs> and on that note, thanks again, guys. And we will see you when we next put an episode out, which is either going to be Sunday or before. You stick around and you'll find it. <laughs> Cheery bubbles. Bye, guys. See you later. <laughs>